Gerard Bonner and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for your favorite podcast, SHW. This is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield, alongside the great Gerard Bonner and the beautiful Diana Michelle. And uh, yes, last week we came to you with our year in review a week early, but that's because we had to reserve this Friday, today, for our preview show for SHW 58, which is coming up next Friday, January 5th. We're going to be taking off the new year in a big, big way, SHW 58 year of honor but before we get into that you guys we just had christmas earlier this week how's everybody feeling did everybody survive the holiday so far uh, yeah <laughs> all right you don't sound very <laughs> confident that was really no, interesting no, no. did you it, barely it, it, survive <laughs> no we survived but it just went by so fast and so calmly yeah. this year that it it kind of did not feel like christmas and I'm, i don't think i'm alone with it was uh, so warm yeah it's warm this year and it was cool up until the day of, and then it was like right. 70. And, you know, yeah. I'm a little more south than you guys, so it was like, hmm. and, you know, we were doing our thing at my parents' house, and they were like, oh, Dana needs to bring chili. So I brought chili, but it's hot, and I don't want chili, <laughs> you know? So, but, yeah. you know, everybody ate until they were full, and it was great, and it is what it is, so... Well, there Merry you go. Christmas, happy holidays. Yeah. GB, you had a, a rambunctious four-year-old. How'd that go? Yeah, it was it was some kind of fun. You know, we were joking in previous years about, uh, oh, we can't wait until he can open gifts and be excited. Oh, we could wait. <laughs> we could wait. Oh, he was yes, I'm fully aware. <laughs> um, and so we had to kind of, you know, not make sure that there were gifts under the tree until you know, the morning of because he had already opened up a box about a week early. And so, yeah, but he, he is happy with his Christmas, which I think is very good. And uh, it's funny. I was thinking, cause you know, as we are adults, Christmas just doesn't feel the same. Mm -mm. And in conversations I've been having, one of the things that we've kind of landed on is, you know, it, it doesn't feel the same because as kids, we were really carefree and we were waiting right. for somebody to give gifts to us. Now we're the ones making memories. And so, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we have the stress or lack thereof of, you know, what do I get? How much do I spend? Are they going to be happy, et cetera, which just doesn't feel the same as waking up. But magically, there are things there. So I wish somebody had warned us about this in that whole <laughs> becoming an adult packet that we I got, know, you know how our parents did it, because I haven't caught on yet. I haven't figured it out. <clears throat> I don't feel like I'm able to produce a Christmas that my Santa Claus produced for me. So it's it's like what was the, I, don't I don't understand. Know. I don't get the. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, well, we all have different Santas. Did you not know that? What? We all, we I all thought he different. just. Oh wow. Okay. No, everybody has their own thing. That's cool. <laughs> all you guys just don't mind me. This is just my perspective. Well, this could get interesting. <laughs> this could get very interesting. I um, you know, it's interesting though because as I'm thinking about it, and I won't get too heavy into it. On one hand, like they didn't have Amazon. You know, no. and they didn't have oh. those kinds. They of had things. the J.C. Penney catalog. They did, which yeah. was undefeated, by the way. It, it like, still is undefeated if we have one. 
they they managed somehow we managed to say hey these are the things we want and they managed to find them somehow and i don't know how they did it um i think the other side of it too is perhaps economics were a little different yes then you know they weren't paying uh, you know, $3 and change a gallon for gas and yeah. $6 for milk and all of that stuff. So it it kind of, and then even the things that they were getting were a little more affordable uh, then as well. So I do think this though, and this is the last non-wrestling thing I think I'll say, <laughs> I think Christmas day proved that global warming is real. Oh my uh, God. Because I cannot believe it literally rained all day when yeah. we're talking about a white Christmas. How does that happen? Yeah. It rained all day and it got up to, yeah, like 60, 70 almost. Like it was, oh, hey, GB. GB's yeah. got a dance party. You. He's got a yeah, dance party it's, going it's on. It's just, you know, doing what it wants to do. So <laughs> well, he's I'm getting here. ready. He's getting ready yeah, for the dance party, which is the uh, SHW 58 preview. Year yes. of Honor coming up, like I said, next Friday, uh, January 5th. I can't believe. I cannot believe we're almost in 2024. How did this happen? Yeah, uh, yeah. We just had Christmas. It's insane. Mm -hmm. The time is just flying by. Uh, it was another uh, exciting year of Southern Honor Wrestling. We talked about it last week, went through all the previous shows, and now we have another big card stacked up for our first one of 2024 as uh, we basically get year six really off and going here for SHW. But uh, we have seven big matches announced. And, of course, you never know what might happen at the show because it seems like the last several shows we end up with these impromptu matches that weren't announced ahead of time. So who knows right. what to expect? We say it all the time. You never know who might show up. You never know what might happen. But one match that we did find out about last – or not last month, but earlier this month at uh, SHW 57, Alexander Lev and making his in-ring debut for Southern Honor Wrestling, Cody Fluffman. Mm -hmm. Now, Lev – literally got tied in the face at the last show and uh some say it might have cost him the match against the duck man and uh so yeah Lev's going to be coming out of that match very frustrated obviously i would think and uh fluffman though really kind of getting in his head a little bit and uh really uh teeing it up here for his big debut uh next friday so i can't wait to see this one i know you guys uh have seen fluff other places i've seen him kind of here and there of course he's been backstage at a lot of our shows but this will be the first time he's in the ring so i'm excited for this one how do you guys feel about it i think alexander lev <laughs> here we go maybe have has bitten off a bit more than he can chew with cody body positive bluffman i mean he's kind of forced his way in just kind of took over things i don't know how that happened how he well, he, no, he was he was watching the show from the crowd a couple months ago. Lev called him out from the mic. No, Lev. Lev has kind of made his Oh, way. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's kind of forced his way in. Fluffman, he's welcome anytime in my book. I love <laughs> Absolutely. I love him. He has this one move that I just, I can't wait to see. And I hope to God he gets a chance to do that's like a steamroller where he just like rolls <laughs> over his opponent and rolls back. And it's, it's just so much fun. I'm looking forward to seeing how the crowd's going to respond to him, really, because he is—he just brings a great presence and and he's entertaining. Yeah, and he's good. He's yeah. so much. Yeah, it, it feels like the theme for this SHW 58 is debut. 
because yeah. we're going to have again a, a show with a number of talents that are new to an SHW space, and I think Fluffman um, is going to be fun. You know, I it's interesting. It's been said that it's almost very difficult to debut in front of an SHW crowd. They like who they like, and you have to really make a strong impression that first time out. We've seen a couple of people, you know, first time out really do it, and then others have had to win the crowd over. I think Fluffman, what I like about Fluffman is he's kind of your everyday wrestler, you know? Um, and when I say that, I, I think what has happened in the space of wrestling is, you know, this image has been created where, and it's really like that in life too. Like you go on Instagram and all these places and all of these people look incredible, but they don't look like the average person you see every day. And right. so Fluffman uh, really resembles the average everyday person that you see walking around in your neighborhood. You might see them at the mall, et cetera. And so I think people will get an opportunity to see, okay, everybody who is, not a mesomorph can pop in the ring and have a chance. Now, Lev, I think, has taken uh, the strategy. You mentioned, Diana, that he's kind of taken over. It's a strategy that we've seen before. I, mm -hmm. I hearken back to 2020 when a certain person, you know, uh, found their way onto our podcast and, you know, they lobbied their way into a certain rumble jack and eventually used their powers for good to win over yeah. a lot of people. Lev has used the same thing, but he's used his powers in a different way. And so uh, it's a brilliant strategy, I think. He has now put himself on the card once again where he's advertised. And uh, again, you can't count him out. But with that said, I think he has ruffled so many feathers with Fluffman that I wouldn't be surprised if people brought desserts and the like <laughs> to assist Mr. Fluffman in uh, getting one up on left. If they weren't thinking about it, they are now. <laughs> I, I think I just planted the idea, yeah. you know, yeah. Instead of well, bring your weapon, bring your dessert match. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. You got to be careful putting them around me, though, because if it's a community oh. cake or something, community pie, we if know it's how on our table, goes. I mm -hmm. might dig in. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. you got to tell me yeah. what it's for yeah. beforehand. Anyways. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, you know how that ends. It didn't end well for me. Uh didn't. I will say this about uh, about Lev, um, like him or not, you know, he actually on his social media earlier this week just put out a video, kind of a, a almost like a time lapse video of him in SHW from earlier this year up to this past show. And the evolution, or as he called it, the levolution of himself throughout this past year. It's rather impressive. I'm not going to lie, like like him or not, like his tactics mm -hmm. or not, like his mentality or not. Uh, you know, there's a new category this year in the GWH awards rookie mm -hmm. of the year is one of those awards. And I'd be hard pressed to find somebody else who's had a better rookie year. That's just me. Now we've seen him dating back to his, uh, graduation from the nightmare factory. We called mm -hmm. his showcase and yeah. that was, you know, was that last year, many mm -hmm. months Not ago. Not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, within the past year, it seems like. And mm -hmm. so we've seen his progression yeah. and can you just picture GB like now the SHW audience may not recognize him from this but we saw him at that mm -hmm. showcase with the yeah. short hair the different the bright colored trunks like the positive bubbly attitude like it's such mm -hmm. a different metamorphosis yeah. that we've seen uh him go through over the last you know six eight months it's yeah, it's pretty absolutely. crazy so i you know i think if anybody's up for rookie of the year i think he should at least be 
nominated uh, at the very least, but that's just me. There's a part of me that's wondering, um, are we exchanging Bryce Cannon for Alexandra Lev? <sighs> just wondering. I don't know. You know what? There's like, there's a few people I feel like that kind of fit, fit that bill. Cause you've got mm -hmm. Hollywood Hunter James. You you've got that. You've got Nick Halen. He's, a, he's just in a, Hunter James is, he probably could have come in as an exotic youth member. And I know he, he, kind of played that part at one time but and again like him or, or or hate him hunter james is really in his own this is him this is everybody else with their own little thing but this is this is hunter but then you got bryce and you got zach and you got pep but i don't think he's fitting in anybody's mold himself i don't yeah. know if alexander lev is actually fitting in somebody else's mold either but well he's kind of yeah, but he came out with that, and I'm gonna say it. He came out with that whole "I am your Messiah" thing, and it rubbed me wrong. Oh, you don't like, say! Oh, it rubbed me so wrong. <laughs> I could go on and on, and I've Wait. had conversations with the great David Ali about his um, entrance being crapped on, but <laughs> it's hey. what it is. What it is, you know. It's that was wrestling. Diana. That was Diana. I'm staying I'm out sorry. of it. I am staying out of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I now, have strong but, feelings. But like... you're proving my point. In now, that I will say this: the great yeah. annoyer. I took, yeah, I took what GB just asked about the Bryce taking Bryce's place as people who rubbed me the wrong way overall. Well, one of no those Johnny being, Gill here. Yeah, one of the <laughs> yeah, one of those being you know a Hunter James who's just that arrogant, cocky attitude. Yeah. Just you really just want to smack him. And now Lev mm -hmm. coming out with this whole "I am faithful" and trying to get the crowd to join him. He's the new Messiah. You know that just irks me as well. And to see him get pie to the despite all the nice things I just said about him. Now getting back into what's happening in SHW and what's going to be happening next week, I did love to see Fluffman hit him with that pie right in the face. Oh, it was something sweet, literally and figuratively. And, uh, yeah. and, and yeah, it kind of cost him the match there. So, anyways, going to be a fun one. I'm excited to see Fluff debut, uh, SHW debut in the ring. And we'll see, if, uh, we'll see what Left can do here coming off of uh, being humiliated like that in front of the crowd, a crowd that he's been trying to, like, you know, uh, work his way into and here's the other thing too i will say over the last several months that he's been there when he comes out and does his whole spiel i'm hearing more and more and more of the shw faithful chanting along with the i am faithful so i i don't know what to make of that but we'll see we'll see hashtag alleluia <laughs> Yeah, some something similar has happened before. I mean, so you know, history tends to repeat this. itself uh, well, from time it to did, time. It took so. me a long time to get behind the Alleluia thing, so just don't expect me to be happy about the whole Messiah hey, thing. As long as Lev doesn't come over where with the barbed wire bat to GB's throat, mm, and then I get yeah. you know, you know, it's yeah. a whole thing. I don't yeah. want to get into that, but if that doesn't happen again, it can't. It couldn't happen. It couldn't be soon enough. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Let's move on to the next match. Next. <laughs> Nogicism. Last month, mm. he put out an open challenge. He was riding high, had the confidence at an all-time high after coming off the three stages of hell. Victory back in November over Owen Knight. Put out an open challenge last month, or earlier this month, rather. And, uh, well, at first we thought Kenway was going to answer it. Turned out to be Nick Halen, the end game surrounding the ring. Kenway at the time joining up sort of side-by-side -side with the end game. Uh, and... 
it was just the numbers game it was too much for Nogicism. You had people getting involved. He had CT keys mainly getting involved on the outside, setting up this matchup for next week. CT keys versus Nogicism. I won't touch too much on the match uh, the month before with CT keys, but I will say this, that Sexton, when he came out last month, sorry, earlier this month, I'll get it right. <laughs> it's still December. I'm still, I'm already yeah. in January, but yeah. uh, Sexton even said, uh, it is going to be Halen because we all know CT Keys needs to fight people his own size. Mm. Now, Mm-mm-mm. you know, take that however you want. We all kind of know what he meant by that. Mm-hmm. But here we go. This month or this January or one week from today, CT Keys stepping into the ring with Nogicism. Styles clash here. You got the big brute brawling style of CT Keys, the high flying quickness of Nogicism. And I can't wait to see it I, because. Some people would be like, oh, Nogicism's going to, you know, get beat up and uh, CT's going to just take it to him. But I'm like, I don't know. Have you seen Naja lately? Did you see him in the three stages of hell? Did you see him coming off the wall through the table? Come on, people. So I don't know. This one's, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people expect. Just my, just my guess. Go ahead, G. I I was just going to say, you know, uh. I, I I need a mask for what I'm about to say, Uh-oh. but uh, I I feel like uh, C C T Keys may be playing the role of Miley Cyrus because he comes in like a wrecking ball, uh. and when he did, it was a real problem. Dare I say for his previous competitor? So I'm hoping Naja watched that match. With that said, Naja's in a class on his own. Yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. Naja kind of reminds me of uh, Crash Holly when he thought he was a super heavyweight. You know, like he just he he believes he's six foot nine. He's four hundred pounds and he moves like a cruiserweight. So he's not intimidated by someone of a larger size or of a larger stature. Not intimidated at all. In fact, I think Naja wants some degree of revenge. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also nervous though, because CT Keys is a problem. He's a yes. problem. And so I just hope Naja comes in fully charged, ready to go, with tons of revenge on his mind. If CT Keys takes Naja lightly, could be a very interesting night. And with that said, I hope there's a barricade around us because CT Keys is a wild boy. Yeah. He just carries such a presence. The first time I walked through the curtain, just this is CT Keys, cutthroat CT mm-hmm. Keys. It was just like, dude, he's got this chain around his neck and he's just walking like he, he just owns the world. And he's aligned with Endgame. I mean, there's just so much working for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Nodges, we know what Nodge can do. We, we, we've seen him at his best. We've seen him not lose very often in any kind of circumstance he we know what he can do i am interested in this match though i want to see how these two clash mm-hmm. but the presence again the presence of ct he's just walking in the way he does is is it's unnerving really but you kind of want to want to watch and just keep keep your eye on what's going to happen he doesn't need he doesn't need the extra members of the end game to interfere although i don't have any doubt that they would be there but it's going to be a good one. Yeah. And, and see, that's where I'm a little worried for Naja because just like last month when he was taking on Nick Halen, those extra members, the numbers game came into play here. And I, right. I mean, that's their MO. I mean, so 
Naja's got to keep that head on a swivel. It'd be good for Naja to make a few friends before next Friday to maybe uh, come out to the ring, kind of watch his back a little bit. But uh, maybe hang out in the dark city or something. Hey, there's an idea. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. an idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on, next matchup. Uh, this one, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this one. So last month, let me take it back. Earlier this month, December eighth, it was just a few weeks ago. And when it was the second Friday, it always makes it seem a lot closer together. And so mm-hmm. it's like, wow, didn't we just have the last show? Anyways, yeah. so my second favorite moment from the last show was when Anthony Agogo hit the <laughs> governor's hammer and laid out Cornelius Pepperbottom, securing his first victory inside an SHW ring. We were all shocked to see the debut of the governor, Anthony Agogo. And uh, now... He's going to be back next Friday, and he's going to be taking on the returning Alexander Moss, the absolute truth, Alexander Moss. And I was trying to remember, you guys have to help me here, earlier this year, and I don't remember exactly what show, what month, but he showed up and he took on Ashton Starr. He put on one heck of a fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Ashton, of course, came out ahead in that matchup, of course. So you know Moss is going to be coming in here wanting that first SHW victory under his belt. Uh, But he's got to face the governor to do it. And... But the thing is, Moss is no pushover, so the governor's going to have his hands full. Moss is going to have his hands full. It's going to be, it's going to be quite a fight here. So uh, I'm looking forward to this one. What about you guys? I believe it was the same show that Carly got signed, correct? Or announced? Correct. There you go. W fifty. There you go. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm excited. Um, I I did a little research on Mr. Agogo since the last show, and wow, I mean, really, wow. I didn't realize how experience he was in the boxing world but um going back to the boxing pep's not having a good time with the boxers in shw and i'll just leave that there let's see if we can find another one next time he shows his face either way (laughs) alexander moss was a good competitor for ashton star at that um shw 50 but with a go-go being like a whole nother league and it's just going to be like a I don't know. It's gonna be good, regardless. It's gonna be mm-hmm. good, but I don't know. I don't know who's. I don't know who to call on this one. Yeah, th- this is a pick'em for sure. Uh, yeah. For those who aren't familiar with Alexander Moss, I mean, he is the real deal. He's out of North yeah. Carolina, trained by uh, LeBron Cozone, who has trained a ton of amazing talent out of North Carolina. And, uh, you know, I know they, in the rap world, we've said that uh, the South has got something to say. North Carolina is included in that. And so uh, the wars between North Carolina and Georgia have been a thing for a long time. I'm sure uh, Anthony Agogo doesn't really care about that. Mm -hmm. But for Alexander Moss to come into a Georgia promotion, he totally wants a win. And he really wants to make an impact. And I think, you know, these guys have traveled some of the same spaces. They both spent some time in AEW. They both know what it's like to see the bright lights and the big stage. And so they really both need this win. Agogo is really kind of making a comeback in the wrestling space. Alexander Moss is trying to prove himself as well. These are the kinds of matchups I like to see yeah. because, yeah, it's going to be tough to, to call it, which means we're going to have to watch. Anything can happen in this one. And uh, taking nothing away from Anthony Agogo and respectfully, Alexander Moss is not Cornelius Pepperbottom. No way. Yeah. No, he's gonna it's gonna be a whole different ball game 
oh, yeah. uh, come next Friday than it was a couple of weeks ago. So mm-hmm. uh, I think, but the thing is, we, we've we seen a go-go. We've seen him in his early wrestling days. Oh, yeah. uh, I've called a number of his matches. And we know, and, and of course, if you're an Olympic boxer, if you've made right. it to that point, you have the that athlete mentality of be mm-hmm. ready for your opponent, do your do your homework, you know, do your training. So yeah. I know that he won't be coming in here taking anything lightly. But right. just as a reminder, like you just said, this ain't Cornelius Pepperbottom. This is mm-hmm. Alexander Moss. It's a whole different ball game. Not to take anything away from Pepperbottom, although it was really great to see him get laid up. But anyways, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but man, this one's going to be good. I cannot wait. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited that the governor is coming back. You know, we saw mm-hmm. him last or a couple of weeks ago and we weren't sure what that meant. Is he here? Yeah. Is he in SHW? We, you know, he's been known as the governor of AEW. And mm-hmm. I said, well, maybe now he's the governor of SHW. And mm-hmm. I didn't know if that meant he'd be coming back or not. And sure enough, here he is. So excited for that, for sure. Um, moving on down the card here, you know, earlier I talked about the Kenway seemingly kind of aligning himself with the end game early on in the show a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, at the end of the show, we realized he was uh, aligning himself with his uh, brethren from the hierarchy, which uh, who's had, who had his back all along. And uh, it's been a rocky couple of months because we weren't sure, you know, which way he was going to go. And it seems like, I think he's officially aligned himself back with the hierarchy. Uh, but with that feud going on back and forth, we are going to see the Southern Honor champion, Judas, taking on the Kenway in singles action. Uh, not quite sure about the the put the title up situation. I don't know. Uh, I have a feeling Todd Sexton is doing everything in his power to not let this be a title match. But uh, I don't know. I have not spoken to Jake the Snake Roberts, so I don't know. Not not lately, really? at least. Not lately. I mean, <laughs> he texts you randomly. I had to say that because I knew you guys were going to be like, wait, I thought you had his number. Well, yeah. He has my number. <laughs> Let's put no it that way. Parties or- I don't reach out to him. He reaches out to me. That's how this works. <laughs> Cases of Fair eggnog enough. in the mail or something. Oh, hey, hey. Who you been? Wait, are you just going through my mail? I'm just what? saying. Wait I mean, second. you don't have that in. We, we all obviously like that in. <laughs> Anywho, I do, what I do know is that this match, what it has writing on it in my mind, is basically end game versus hierarchy. And, um, I don't envy the Kenway in this matchup because who in their right mind? I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's if you saw the video and the pictures that I posted earlier this week, when, uh, uh, Judas came over to the table and he swung the chain at us right at the end of the show. Like, I don't know. I just, we, we have a rule GB at the table. Mm -hmm. You want to tell everybody Mm -hmm. what that rule is? Do not look at him in the face yeah no eye contact don't make eye contact and not and so i just i don't feel bad i or i do feel bad for anybody that has to go one-on-one with him and in this case it's the kenway i know he's kind of fighting for the pride of the hierarchy here but man i I just don't know i just don't know i mean joe black had his hands full with him last uh yeah the last show and if anybody could take him down we all thought it'd be joe black and it should have been joe black there was some chicanery that took place Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, no offense to the Kenway, I just, just be careful, man. I just, you know, that's all I'm saying. Just be careful. I'm worried about your, your self, your safety, your health. And, uh, I don't know. We'll see how this one plays out, but what do you think? I don't know. I have mixed emotions. I don't really know exactly which, which road to go on this one. I feel like maybe Kenway has something to prove 
to himself because of all the L's he's been carrying lately. Maybe he has something to prove to the hierarchy because we didn't know which way he was going to go last last show, last month. Um, is this a test? Maybe murder has pulled some strings and put him in this match against the the biggest guy in SHW holding the championship. Maybe maybe this is one of those throw him in the deep, see if he can swim kind of thing, see how he comes up. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't anytime I hear about a singles person, you know, against Judas, I it, I always have flashbacks to that boot to the face to Corey. Mm -hmm. Those multiple boots mm -hmm. to the face. And and that was just a brutal match. And who's a who's a better scrapper than Corey Hollis? And I, I don't know that Kenway really understands the level of brutality that could actually take place in this match. It's scary, but at the same time, I think we get to see what Kenway's made of. Mm -hmm. truly made up i mean he he went to the limit not the limit the time limit with with uh chip he did but this this is different this is Ju judaeus so we'll see i have a lot of questions um mm -hmm. one of them is i wonder was this uh a a well thought out plan from the hierarchy to try to infiltrate the end game or did uh, the Kenway decide to kind of independently go on this mission to try to prove something to the hierarchy? Did he figure, right. well, you know, I'm going to try to work my way in and gain some secrets and come back with some intel? What I don't think he planned for was that there would be an attempt for retaliation. You cannot pull off something like that with the end game and think you get away scot-free. Not the case. I mean, he literally looked as though he was part of the end game, did their dirty work earlier at SHW 57. So yeah, they're not going to let that go untouched. And I think this match is happening because Todd Sexton said, we're going to teach him a lesson. And so you had choices. Could have been CT Keys, but CT Keys is, you know, Nodicism's mad at him. Could have been, you know, some other people. But they said, no, 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 no. We're not even going to give you other people in here. You're going to get the guy. Right. And that is frightening to me. You know, uh, yeah. you, you talked about how Judas handled Corey Hollis. I remember watching those boots to the face, and that was for somebody he said he loved. Right. What will he do to somebody he clearly doesn't like? So if I am the man who calls himself the Infinity Stone, I need to go straight Thanos on this. Yeah. I need to absolutely go in with both guns blazing and potentially do what nobody else has really been able to do. Now, I don't know if he can outperform Joe Black. I don't know that anybody can outperform Joe Black. Joe mm -hmm. Black made Judas tap. He did. Well, no, but he passed him out. He passed, passed out. out. I mean, yeah. which is worse, yeah. right? Like making a man voluntarily submit or involuntarily submit. Yeah. It, it's bad. I don't know that the Kenway, so for the Kenway, I would love to know, like, did he volunteer for this match? 
Was he chosen for this match? Is he trying to prove that he deserves to be in the end game? There are a lot of questions that only him in the ring can answer. And I hope that there's enough after him in the ring for us to maybe ask the question. Right. Oof, time will tell. Yeah, one time week. Will tell. One mm-hmm. week next Friday. It's going to be crazy. SHW 58, Year of Honor, kicking off the new year in a big, big way. 261 Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. Come on out and join us. You're not going to want to miss it. <clears throat> but that's not all, folks. We've still got three more big matches to talk about. We do. So, earlier, GB, you mentioned uh, you mentioned some debuts. All right. Mm-hmm. We talked about Fluffman making his in-ring debut. We've got a couple other big debuts coming up as well. Tag team action. Of course, we are familiar with the Akuto Death Society. They've been there a few times. They uh, actually gave the hierarchy a heck of a fight several months back, and then they had a good showing in that tag team gauntlet a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. So they'll be back. Kevin Ryan, Chris Crunk, and they'll be taking on the debuting former Ring of Honor world champion, Jonathan Gresham, of all people, making his way to the action building, to Southern Honor Wrestling. And not only that, but a guy that we know from the Nightmare Factory that Gresham has taken under his wing, so to speak, uh, the up-and-coming Michael Solar. Okay, now we've seen Solar at the last few Nightmare Factory student showcases. Uh, we called his graduating class several months back, or maybe that might have been about a year ago. They all kind of blur together. I can't remember which one's which. But anyways, Solar got a good head on his shoulders, uh, a good athlete, all the potential in the world. But here's what some we talked about this at the last showcase a couple of weeks ago. The change in attitude from Michael Solar the very first time we saw him all the way through the last several showcases, I don't know if he's bringing that attitude to SHW or if now that he's under the wing of Gresham, if Gresham's going to kind of get him in line and get him to focus the way he needs to focus. I don't know here, but uh, I'm excited to see what kind of Michael Solar we're going to get under the tutelage of Jonathan Gresham. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I'm super excited to see Jonathan Gresham at SHW, which is, I think, blew a lot of people's minds when that uh, graphic got posted earlier this week. I mm-hmm. mean, people were sharing that thing like crazy and tagging all their friends in it like, hey, check this out. Check this out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to see. I think we're going to have a great crowd on hand to welcome him to SHW next Friday. So should be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's a pairing I would have never imagined. No kidding. <laughs> it, it's It's odd. But, you know, I'm not the one who makes the matches, so I'm not going to be the one to criticize. I'm just going to look forward to what's going to happen. Um, always good to see Akuto Desasadi come back to SHW. Um, I have not seen Jonathan Gresham wrestle personally, like real time. I've seen him on TV, of course, but not seen him face-to-face. Um, back to Solar, <laughs> the attitudes, like you said, that he, he is carrying with him into the nightmare factory shows and everywhere he, he's a chatterbox he's a talker he likes to engage with the fans and talk trash and and he's he's got this annoying obnoxious way about him but you gotta love the guy i'm excited to see what happens i mean everybody knows that southern honors fan base is is they either love you or they hate you. They're going to talk you down or they're going to build you up. And, and that's going to be interesting to see how they react to Mr. Solar. This is going to be interesting on so many levels. I mean, we have really come to in, enjoy the Akuto Death Society 
They are a great tag team. They've had an opportunity at the tag titles. Well, no, an opportunity against the tag champions. That happened. Uh, and they had an impressive showing. So I think this is a great opportunity for them to really kind of build their stock and build their case. And they'll obviously be watching the tag title match, which I'm sure we'll be talking about. But this piece with Jonathan Gresham mm -hmm. and Michael Solar, you know, there was a time where we didn't know the relationship between uh, Tank and the Kill Billy. And right. so, you know, if you look at them without knowing that, you'd go, this is an odd team. Yeah. Until mm -hmm. you realize, oh, it's teacher and student. Oh, and then you start to see. So we haven't had the opportunity to see Solar, to our knowledge, under the tutelage of Gresham. What's interesting to me about this is Gresham must have a degree of confidence in Michael Solar mm -hmm. to have him join forces with him to debut in Ring of Honor. We're talking about a guy, Jonathan Gresham, a former uh, world champion for Ring of Honor. Matter of fact, held the Ring of Honor world title and the Progress World Championship simultaneously. I don't know that anybody else can say that they've done that. This guy is everywhere, a member of the Impact roster. Uh, at one point, a top 10 wrestler on the PWI uh, 500. Like, his accolades are longer than a CVS receipt. The challenge that we have here is, can the Akuto Death Society manage to get over their, uh, their being starstruck at the right. awesome nature of Jonathan Gresham coming in the ring against them to actually focus on this. Because if they can't, Solar may not even need to get in the ring. Right. Gresham can handle them, but it's a tag team situation. And that's what's interesting. And that's why we watch these matches because you don't know, like we all might be shocked to see tag team continuity between Solar and Gresham. We just mm -hmm. haven't seen it before. So I think this is an opportunity for us to learn about their relationship, uh, what they can do as a tag team, and if it is enough to defeat the Akuto Death Society, who has certainly gelled as a tag team. This is going to be very interesting to watch. I think the eyes of the world will be on this one. You know, I was uh, hesitant to bring this up, but then I started thinking, well, you know, the last few showcases were actually open to the general public, so it's really no secret, but Gresham was actually at uh, a mm -hmm. showcase, maybe a couple showcases ago, something like that, yes. where he saw, and it, we just thought he was there just kind of hanging out. You never know. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was there scouting. Maybe that's where he right. saw Solar for the first time. I'm mm -hmm. not sure, but they obviously know, know about this match. It's been announced enough in advance. Yeah. Perhaps they've been together. They've been training together. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but maybe, mm -hmm. like yeah. you said, we haven't seen them together in a ring in an actual match. But that doesn't mean that behind the scenes they're not working together and kind of right. getting uh, becoming a cohesive unit. Now, we know yeah. Akuto Death Society, they've been a tag team for quite a while. We've seen what they can do. Very impressive. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm excited for this match uh, on, on multiple levels. So mm -hmm. very mm -hmm. excited about that. But we also have a couple of big old championship matches coming up, one of those being one of Diana's favorites. The bad boy himself, Chip Day. We'll be back in action defending that Jake the Snake Legacy Championship against a guy who's been gunning for it ever since, still here back in October. Now, if you'll recall, Hollywood Hunter James attacking Chip Day after successfully defending that title at Still Here 
And ever since that time, we've been seeing Hunter James. He's been that's all he's been letting people know. I want that title. I'm coming for that title. Well, meanwhile, at the same time, Chip Day, of course, he missed a month of action after taking a brain buster because of Hunter James. But Chip Day, all he wants to do is get his hands on Hunter James. So our great matchmaker, Jake the Snake Roberts, is going to give both guys what they want. He's going to give Hunter James a shot at the title, and he's going to give Chip Day a shot at Hunter James. Mm -hmm. So here we go. I can't wait. He's also, the title is on the line in this situation. So I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see uh, Chip finally. I mean, he kind of sort of got his hands on Hunter briefly at at the last show, but not enough. You know, and so now he have no choice. Now we're going to be in a, an official match when that bell rings. Oh, man. Chip, you know Chip is, I mean, he's fit to be tied after what mm-hmm. happened after uh, still here. So, uh, but yeah, and don't forget that title's on the line, though. So he's got to be careful. Can't get too, can't get too crazy. Because uh, Hunter's no pushover. We know this. Mm-hmm. We've seen him the last couple of months. He's on a hot streak. And uh, thanks a little... I almost said a little part, but maybe large part to the guiding light. Mm-hmm. The that old TV show, as uh, GB likes and to mention. Mike. So let's not forget about. <laughs> and now, Mike. yeah, you're right. The right. new uh, movie Mike has aligned himself with Hunter James and Tristan Michaels as well. So Chip's got to worry about that numbers game here. But uh, either way, JTS Legacy Championship match. I'm finally. I'm glad we're finally getting one again. Uh, it's been a couple of months, and so I'm excited for this matchup, Diana. I know you are as well. What do you think? I just want to I want to see if we can get Chip on the pre-show next week. Can we do that? Let's see if we can do this because I, I love to hear him get hyped up about the whole Kenway match. So this one right here is going to be huge. He may be, he may be too mad to mm. even say anything, really just get it out. He just needs to, to uh, put his hands on Hunter James. Forget what I said about Hunter James being by himself. It's just, he's just going to fall to the wayside like the rest of them, okay? <laughs> That's it. All right. When he compares to other people, he isn't—he's—he's he's his own person. But he's not taking this title from Chip. I'm sorry, Bad Boys coming away with this. Bad Boys for life. Bad Boys there for it life. Is. There it is. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is going to be a very interesting match on a lot of uh, spaces. In my mind, uh, shout out to the Temptations. Uh, in my mind, uh, I sit up and I think <laughs> about the most musical references. <laughs> I, I mean, it just happens, you know? I mean, I have to write them down so I can go back and just make a whole GB playlist. That actually might be funny one of it these It would be days. miles kind of... long, this playlist. <laughs> Think about that. This You'd be writing. This, this is for this show. This is for this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it's funny, though, because when I think about Chip Day, I think about him in the vein that I think of Athena in Ring of Honor as the hashtag forever champ. Like, I don't see a scenario where Chip loses to somebody. Now, I do see a scenario where Chip gets out of control. Mm. Chip can't control his anger. And if that happens, Hollywood Hunter James could capitalize on that. This is the challenge of the difference between the Hollywood Hunter James we see now and the one that showed up at Still Here 5. Still here five, it seemed as though he worked on his own accord. But then he went out and he got some strategic assistance. The guiding light, Tristan Michaels. And now they're building a stable with Movie Mike. They are planning. They are plotting. And I would dare say, I wonder, could Movie Mike 
have gotten the best of Ashton Starr had he had a Tristan Michaels with him earlier. It seems as though Tristan Michaels was the only way he could get past Ashton Starr. Tristan Michaels is the it factor, the X factor. And you add that on top of what Hunter James has already done as the male performer of the year, going against the two-time technical wrestler of the year. This is going to be an instant classic. And uh, it could go a lot of ways, folks. It could go a lot of ways. Chip might need backup, but then again, Chip has got lethal feet. Chip has got lethal hands. This is going to be a real test for Hunter James. And if Hunter James can pull this off, what a way to start 2024. Oh, absolutely. And what a shocker I think it would be to everyone mm -hmm. in the building that night, maybe yeah. except for Hunter, Hunter and James. Tristan Michaels and maybe Movie Mike, if Hunter's able to pull it off. Yeah. Big if. Uh, but Big like if. you said, GB, uh, that forever champ idea, that mentality, I'm kind of the same way with Chip Day. However, mm -hmm. when, a, when a numbers game situation comes into play, that's where I get worried. You know, a one-on-one -on -one scenario, all day long. Chip mm -hmm. Day, I mean, I don't know who can beat him. But. That's gone five other guys, y'all. Who were in the ring. They were as in opposed the ring. To, and legally. they were helping to. Legally. legally yeah. And they were, you know, sometimes canceling each other out. Having yeah. potentially other guys all focused on him could be difficult. Yeah. But he's been in it long enough. I think he's smart enough. And he's he's going to think about the fact that there's there's possibly going to be some outside interference. He's going to be prepared. Have faith. Well, let's and hope so. Yeah, gotta have faith. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you insert that one. There's another one. There's another one. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, as it would be nice. Oh, sorry. There it is. Um, there it is. Here's yeah. here's what I'm thinking: that this match will be the battle of the brain busters. Okay, mm -hmm. you got the brain buster. Versus mm -hmm. the brain buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I've been as I've been instructed to say it by mm -hmm. Hunter James. But uh so we'll see. I was he was this close to hitting it on uh on Hunter James last at the last show. Yeah. But yeah. uh Hunter was able to escape. Mm -hmm. But uh man. With the movie Mike. You know he's gonna put a little stank on it this time. If if Chip can get him and yeah, lock yeah, it yeah. in on him and hit him with it, because of what he did to, to Chip Day on the stage. After mm -hmm. uh, at the end of still here at the end of that match it's still here, I yeah. mean when Chip if Chip can get it on him he's gonna lay it mm -hmm. in. I mean we saw him hit a hard one on his former partner Kyle Matthews on the stage. Mm -hmm. I think this will be even more uh, impactful, a little more yes. powerful than that one. So yes. uh, I'm excited to see it happen. Mm -hmm. If and, it and happens, not just, not just as a finisher, but just because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put him away and then hit him with it again. I just, mean, just because. Just been coming. Yeah. All right. Well, another big old championship matchup. This one we've been waiting on for quite some time. I talked about that tag team gauntlet match a couple of months ago. Well, the winners would become the number one contenders for the SHW tag titles. And winning that match, none other than Happy Badness, Sunny Day, Sauronaro, and they finally get their shot here. A rematch uh, from many months ago when the hierarchy defeated them for those tag titles. Mm -hmm. So, Sunny Day, Sauronaro taking on Joe Black, Murder One. You know Joe's going to be in some kind of mood after uh, what happened at the end of the last show. Uh, hopefully, that's not going to make him lose focus here in this particular tag team match. Uh, so, hopefully, he's focused for the task at hand, and uh, we'll see uh, the hierarchy 
if they can retain these tag team titles because I've said it uh, show in and show out over the last several months. I feel like Joe and murder have been our most dominant tag team champions in the five years now, just over five years of Southern honor wrestling. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but if there's one team that could possibly pull away with it, sunny days, Salvernaro, these guys, uh, they're not all there. They're a little screwy. You never know. You never know. The maniacal laugh of both yeah, guys yeah. is just something yeah. that like keeps me up at night. So, <laughs> I don't know, guys, uh, but we'll see. It's going to be a good one. That'll probably, again, I don't know the order of the matches. My guess was this will be the, probably the main event, but we'll see. In my mind, it's at least one of the main events. So yeah. uh, what do you guys think? Um, well, we haven't seen Sal in a ring in a while. I know he was, mm -hmm. he was out for a while, mm -hmm. but he's still Sal. He's mm -hmm. still great. He's crazy as heck, but he's still great. And I know Sonny's coming off that huge, huge with, with a kill Billy. And um, that was, that was gruesome and gross, but have we had just, just help me out. Have we had a champion or champions more decorated with a heavier back than the hierarchy? They have four tag titles, y'all. Mm -hmm. Four tag mm -hmm. titles. Simultaneously. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all at the same time. I mean, and, they, and think about this because at one point Sonny and Sal held at least two that I, if I recall correctly. Any team ever had four? Right. No, you're right. You're right. But that's right. what makes this even more intriguing because you have two yeah. dominant tag teams in Georgia in the Southeast getting ready to I, clash I, here. So I'm going to go and say hierarchy is probably the most dominant ever in Georgia. Yeah. Ever. That's a strong yeah. statement. That, and you know what? I mean, that's that's a pretty that, fair. I'm not got, arguing they, with them. Yeah. No, they've got the trophies to prove it. I mean, all at one time, it's like they are the team to beat in Georgia now, right now. And, dude, there's no dishonor. There's no whatever. This is just hierarchy versus happy madness. It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. You know the, the kind of matches they love to do either way. It can get crazy. It can get psychotic, but I honestly don't feel that hierarchy's going to lose their title system. It's going to be a fight, but I, I don't feel, I don't think their bag is going to lighten after this show. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting because when the hierarchy battled happy madness for the tag titles, happy madness, you know, kind of got away on a technicality. And then when it was supposed to be a tables match, that's when Sal got injured and uh, Cruel stepped in. And it seemed like, you know, that could be more intimidating, but Cruel and Sonny weren't on the same page. And of course, the hierarchy were able to take advantage. So this is really, if you think about it, hierarchy has not scored a victory, uh, a title win over right. Happy Madness, which is interesting. I think Sonny has been all over the place, which is why he got wrapped up in this war with the Kill Billy, uh, mm -hmm. because I think the only safe place that Sonny has is with Sal. It's mm -hmm. the only safe place. Everywhere else, he just feels lost. He feels out there. Um, but there's a part of me that wonders if they should change their uh, theme music to Crazy from Gnarls Barkley, because that's literally how they are. They're nuts. Technically, either team could run with that because there's a wee bit of crazy on yeah. the side of the hierarchy. They love to fight. They love being in these unpredictable scenarios. 
Uh, this is going to be a crazy match because you're looking at the last two teams to hold the SHW tag team titles. You're also looking at the two teams who have arguably been the most dominant tag teams in the state of Georgia over the last two years. This is really a major, major match coming to us next Friday. What a way to kick off the year, to kick off again the tag team division. This is going to be crazy. I can't wait to see what happens. And in a regular match, I don't know. It's going to be wild. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be wild indeed. We can't wait till next Friday. We can't wait for you guys to join us at the Action Building 261 Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. Come on out. Tickets go on sale at the door starting at 5 p.m. Uh, tickets start at just $15. Kids 10 and under are free. Doors open at 7, bell time at 8. Of course, we'll be doing this show as the pre-show starting at 7 o'clock, 7 to 7.30. So uh, even if you're there, you can flip on your phone and check us there. Or if you're at home, you can watch us. Uh, but we want you to come join us. So yes. come join us. Uh, don't even think about it. Just just come on out and join us. Come what on. else you got to do on a Friday night? Come on, folks. Uh, come on, it's Friday, Friday of the year. Friday night of the year? Come on, yeah. come with us. We are going to be kicking off 2024 the biggest way we know how. Uh, SHW 58, year of honor. Like we said, championship matches, big debuts uh, for SHW. It's just, it's going to be awesome. Every show is awesome. We can't wait for you guys to be there. We're going to be there, and we can't wait. Uh, but until then, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? I think that's it. That's covered everything, right? <laughs> this, is, this is our last show before New Year's. So that's right. Our last show of the year. Everyone, and yeah, this is the last, Absolutely. Oh, last show of the year. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. So, yes, ha happy New Year. Uh, New Year's Eve is Sunday, so in yes. two nights. So be safe. Uh, mm -hmm. Have fun. If you're shooting fireworks, you know, take precautions. Uh, all that Put good stuff. Anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> nice 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 if you know you know and i would think hopefully most of you should know uh and if you don't oh. back it up back it up <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes happy new year's everybody uh we can't wait to see you next friday that's gonna do it for this week but until next week this has been shw this is our wrestling bam Yay.